Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All right, busy news weekend, busy news day. Let's get caught up. Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Broomhead's reaction to the hottest news stories. Over the weekend, President Biden spoke about the price of gas around the country. And in 41 states, plus the District of Columbia, the average gasoline price is less than $2.99. According to AAA, the national average for regular gas is $3.72. Do Biden's comments bother you? Well, yeah, they bother me because they were misguided. Either he lied or he really didn't know, one or the other, and neither is good. Either he is completely out of touch, and, I don't, you know, he doesn't drive. He won't drive again until he's out of office, and even then, I don't think he'll ever drive again. I think he'll be driven wherever he goes. I don't know when the last time he paid for gas was, um, I, and, and I'm not one of those people that ask the gotcha question, hey, how much is a gallon of milk? That kind of, I don't do that. But you have to, when you're going out and giving a speech about prices, you have to be accurate. Especially when you're president of the United States, you appear to be completely out of touch with what's happening in the reality for the American people. It may have been a mistake. There are those that are saying it was just a lie. Either way, it was wrong. And he's the president of the United States. When you make a statement like that, you have to be right. And he wasn't. KTAR legal analyst Monica Lindstrom joined the show and discussed Arizona's abortion ban and how it is affecting medical providers. The law says that if we're involved in this or we perform an abortion and it's not for the mother's life, then we can be prosecuted criminally. We could have a felony. They could go to prison and they could lose their license. Does the law need to be updated? I think the law needs to be updated. And again, I'm a pro-life person. I believe that it is a life inside the womb and it should be protected by the Constitution as if it was outside the womb. That's my personal opinion. I think that is solely what it is. It's not about controlling women's bodies. So we have always argued and we will continue to argue on the issue of abortion when life begins. But you have a law going back to 1864 that can possibly be uh, comprehensive enough in today's political and medical world that we live in. So I think the legislature, not knowing that this was going to pass, or was going to be sent back to the states, passed a law at 15 weeks saying it doesn't supersede old laws. Well, now that we've seen this, maybe they've got to put it in there and get an updated law. They can, I think if they keep it the way it is right now, whatever, but they've got to do something updated. We can't default back to a law that goes back to our territorial days. It should be updated. You are listening to Did You Hear This? We do it every day at this time to get you caught up on the biggest headlines. This past Friday, the Phoenix Police Department had its biggest opioid seizure in history. More than one million fentanyl pills likely destined for the streets. Fentanyl is considered 50 times more potent than heroin, and authorities say they have seized enough fentanyl this year alone to kill everyone in the United States. What is the solution to keeping fentanyl out of the country? Well, there's two things. First of all, it's awareness. There was a big poll that was out that young people, eighth graders and younger, most of them have no idea what fentanyl is. Well, they need to know that if they're going to go to parties, if they're going to experiment, if they're going to take something that their friends give them, there is a chance that it could be laced with this drug and it can and what might kill them or it might kill a friend. And so this should be awareness, first of all. Second of all, we've got to do something about where fentanyl is coming in. 70% of the supply of fentanyl in this country is coming across the southern border of Arizona. So we need to do something in conjunction with the federal government to stem that supply as much as possible. So it's awareness, and I also think it's got to be more security and more help from the federal government. 
A new survey shows how inflation may affect holiday shopping. About 40% of people in a new bank rate survey say they're going to buy fewer gifts this holiday season because of inflation. A similar number said they'll be looking for more savings and discounts. What concerns you with the survey's results? Uh, you know, Black Friday was the term that was used for decades because the day after Thanksgiving, which is a Friday, um, every year was the day that classically kicked off the holiday spending season, where businesses in the retail world got into the black just in that short amount of time. They would drive down prices, they would give people deals, they would clear their shelves and their warehouses with people buying items then. People are starting much earlier now, but when people say, I'm either going to make gifts or I'm going to cut back on what I buy, I'm going to, you know, all these other things, the retail industries got to be very worried. Supply chain issues have made them weaker. There have been a lot of things that made this a weak industry, and now if they have a bad holiday season, how damaging could it be for the industry and some specific companies that probably won't make it? All right, that's Did You Hear This for another day. We'll do it again tomorrow morning. Good job, Julia, as always. We'll do it tomorrow morning at 1120.